plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing, love the way you look in the mirror, and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in, be- well, in life? You're definitely in the right place. Food. It's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Did you have time to think about the nutrition value of your meals? Did you decide to focus more on adding in more nutritious items to your diet instead of always focusing on eating less, eliminating this, eliminating that, eliminating that? It seems like there is every day something new that you shouldn't be eating, right? So what about you? What are you going to do? Are you going to focus on adding in or on those uh, restrictive diets that are always ready to tell you what you shouldn't be eating? But today's episode is actually going to be about not eating certain things, but not according to someone else's diet or, you know, paleo movement or ketogenic or low carb or um, vegan or vegetarian. No, today we will talk about things you shouldn't eat that, that are proven to harm your health, that do not add any value except maybe for calories, but who needs more calories, really? We need more nutrition, not more calories. Everyone is overstuffed already in the developed world um, of most Western countries and Eastern too. Uh, we have more, we have less and less people who are malnourished and uh, No, we have less and less people who are eating not enough calories, but we have more and more people who are not eating enough uh, nutrition. So guys, anyway, today's episode is about what you should not eat, what really harms your health um, based on all the studies, based on a lot of research, real people research, and something that I believe a lot of you are not really aware of or not really good at tracking those things. Some of you are, some of you not. Anyway, this is a reminder for you, and it's really simple. So what things you shouldn't be getting from your foods, from your meals? Number one, vegetable 
oils. And by vegetable oils, guys, don't confuse the the term vegetable oils for something like olive oil or coconut oil. No, those are amazing oils. And if you want to add some fats into your meals to cook on healthy fats, then those are probably the healthiest one. When I say and when uh, you hear or you read about vegetable oils, what we mean is actually factory-made oils. So things that do not really produce much of oil, if you think about it, like corn or soy. You probably don't think about those foods or food items, those plants as something that produces oil, right? When you uh, take corn, for example, or soybean, they're not oily really. So the only way to extract oils and fats from them is by some really high processing made in a factory. And guys, what is left after that high processing is not something you want to put in your body. Those are artificially created, basically, fats that your body doesn't really recognize as food, but more of like a toxin, and they are proven to um, negatively affect your heart health, your blood sugar levels, your inflammation levels, and they will make you older. They make you older on a consistent basis if you take them in daily. So, you know, we all know probably, or at least the majority of people know that you shouldn't be consuming trans fats, and trans fats are uh, are either eliminated from most of the products or about to be eliminated by law. In Europe, it was um, this law took power several years ago. In US, it's still kind of taking power. So companies, food companies, I advise to eliminate all trans fats, but um, either to probably to 2020, they're supposed to eliminate it at 100%. So you still might have trans fats in um, different products. So be aware of added trans fats that increase shelf life of products. And that's why food manufacturers started adding those fats until we figured out that those fats were not really great for us, like margarine, for example, you know, trans fat, you shouldn't be eating that. Um, By vegetable oils, though, it's not as commonly... um, known and actually some of the vegetable oils are can be marketed still to you as healthy like for example canola oil not a healthy oil it's a highly processed vegetable oil highly processed factory made oil that increase inflammation levels that uh, increase your chances of getting cancers of getting heart disease that um, make you older so vegetable oils guys canola oil Soybean oil, corn oil, cottonseed oil, um, sunflower, safflower oil. So all of these oils are considered to be unhealthy by most nutritionists who are doing cutting-edge research and studies and who gather statistics from their own patients. So those oils... and. Guys, you think, well, I'm not consuming any canola oil or, you know, corn oil or cottonseed oil. But look at the labels, nutrition labels at most of the processed foods. Uh, I'm here in Russia for a few more weeks and um, on almost anything that has any kind of oil added to that, you can you can find sunflower oil, for example, here, right? So you take, I don't know, fitness bar, and it's going to have some sunflower oil. You take some 
Even, you know, you take some fatty fish, and most of it, if it's in oil, it's in sunflower oil that is considered to be that vegetable oil that is bad for you. So vegetable oils, uh, but but then also most importantly, uh, a, a lot of you might be eating out, uh, a lot of you might be getting your salads uh, out, a lot of you might be, you know, going out sometimes for dinners, sometimes for lunches, having some, you know, dressings, or maybe your fish, or maybe your uh, meat will be cooked in some oil. Well, so almost in every establishment in U.S. at least, um, not so sure about Europe, but uh, a lot of establishment in Europe too, they're still going to use those cheaper oils because canola oil, cottonseed oil, corn oil, those are those all oils are much cheaper than something like olive oil or avocado oil or coconut oil. And when you have business to run, it matters. And those numbers can get pretty big. So a lot of restaurants, well, a lot of restaurants, a lot of people working in the restaurant industry, they're not really major people on nutrition scene. So they're not even aware of the negative health effects of those oils. So my point is when you eat out, when you get when you get prepared food from most of the places, from your favorite supermarket that cooks those amazing-looking homemade delicious meals, most of those establishment establishments use some kind of vegetable oils. And, you know, you might be super careful about what you put in your body, but if you still get your food from out, food that is cooked in some sort of oil, and a lot of times you don't even know that it is cooked in oil, um... I mean, 90% of the time you're getting those vegetable oils. Most of the processed foods will have some sort of vegetable oils. Uh, if anything is preserved in an oil, usually it is, it is vegetable oil. So guys, just be aware. And it's not as easy as you, as you think to eliminate those oils completely. Uh, even for me, you know, I get my sardines uh, or I want to get some cod liver and it and it swims in some sunflower oil or something else that I don't ever want to put in my body because I'm interested in the most amount of health. And guys, you know, sometimes it's just, uh, uh, it's kind of sad and you feel like it's unfair. You do your best to eat the best, the most nutritious foods. And then there is some Think like vegetable oils that screws you up, screws up all of your efforts. And that is that bad, guys. Vegetable oils is not good news for you. Um, So if you have, you know, increased inflammation levels, if your energy levels are off, no matter how well you eat, might be just vegetable oils. Yeah, it might be as simple as that. If you eat them on a daily basis and in considerable amounts. And by considerable amounts, I mean like a couple of tablespoons. Um, But even if it's one tablespoon, it's not something you should be adding to your diet for sure. So vegetable oils, guys, be really, really, really careful um, about not getting it in your diet. If it's once in a while in a restaurant, you know, but not like every week. No, if it's like once a month, once in a blue moon, then it might be, it might be okay. But if it's every day, you have no chances to feel what your best health feels like. So vegetable oils, number one things to avoid at all costs. Number two, 
any kind of additives, preservatives, non-food ingredients on any of the foods you're buying. So if you don't understand something, if it sounds like a term from, from chemistry lab, then don't buy it. Or at least do some research before buying that, you know. There are some sweeteners like erythritol that might sound, you know, weird too for you. But, well, first of all, you probably don't want to eat it on a regular basis too. But uh, it doesn't have any studies that show that it has any significant negative effects or any really negative effects except maybe for digestive issues like gas or... Um, just uncomfortable feeling in your uh, in in your stomach. So some of those things are not necessarily harmful, but you don't want to get them on a daily basis still because, well, if your stomach reacts not in a great way to that, probably not a great thing to eat for you personally in the first place. But uh, overall, any kinds of artificially added preservatives, preservatives, uh, um, and non-food ingredients, colorings, anything like that, you shouldn't be eating. That can really harm your health. That can really be toxic to your cells and to your DNA. So always, 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 guys, check the ingredient list. And especially when it comes to supplements or, you know, those quote-unquote healthy foods, make sure that you look at all the ingredients, not just the main ingredients. It's a, it's a trick that a lot of supplement companies and healthy food companies do. They put, you know, what they consider good ingredients somewhere in bold, and then somewhere underneath they put, like, other ingredients, and they put there all the shit that you probably don't want to put in your body. So be really, really careful when you read ingredient list. Number three, low-quality animal products. That might surprise a lot of you guys, but I don't think any of you want to eat antibiotics, hormones, uh, all the potentially there bacteria and viruses and path pathogens. A lot of them are not actually killed during the process uh, or during handling meat and other animal products. Or if you buy eggs from chickens that were treated with antibiotics, and they often do, if it doesn't say uh, organic, if it doesn't say pasture-raised. Um, so a lot of those animal products will end up having those antibiotics and hormones, and they really affect in a negative way your gut bacteria and your inflammation levels. And at the end of the day, they just steal health from you. And you might think, or oh, I'm eating the cleanest diet ever. But if you eat low-quality animal products and you're not sure how the cows or chickens or fish or anything how they all treat it, if you're not sure, then the chances are it might be low-quality product containing all these substances that negatively affect your health and make you older and steal your energy and just make you more more prone to getting any sorts of degenerative diseases and uh, uh, any sorts of uh, acute diseases and infections. Uh, so low-quality animal products, and that also goes for products like dairy. For example, if you're not getting, if you're consuming some sort of dairy product like yogurt or milk or whatever, and if it doesn't come from farms, 
then you should be consuming it. Just not worth it. Get your calcium from things like um, sardines. Did you know, by the way, that sardines are higher, much higher uh, in calcium than milk or yogurt? And also things like poppy seeds or sesame seeds are much higher in calcium than um, milk. Uh, but yeah, no low-quality animal products. If you gotta eat your animal products, you know, I love eating my fish and I love eating a lot of animal products, but only if they're good quality. If they're not, I just choose not to. So I find good quality animal products and then I consume only those. So those are three things that I believe you definitely need to avoid. And the extra point, so well, to sum up, vegetable oils, any kind of artificial additives, preservatives, colorings, etc., non-food ingredients, and number three, low-quality animal products. And then a bonus point here is you should do the same. You should be as careful about what you put on your body, like body lotions, or any kind of masks, or whatever, like any kind of skin treatments, whatever you put on your skin is going to end up in your body. And your skin is one of the biggest absorption organs. Uh, And so if you're putting on a regular basis some chemicals in your skin, it can disrupt your hormones easily. And it happened to a lot of women, guys, not so much because women are uh, the ones who usually put the most stuff. So your body care should be organic. You should be able to eat your body care and not get sick from it. I don't recommend that, but <laughs> that's how it should be. Your skin it's what you put on it, uh, just like what you put in your mouth. Well, maybe not just like that, but, you know, kind of similar to that. It's all going to end up in your body. So your shampoo, your toothpaste, uh, I took care of that long time ago, your soap, anything, all should be organic, made from um, natural plant ingredients. So those are the things you shouldn't be putting in your mouth or on your skins. Um, Also, I would like to talk about three questionable items on your menu. So they do not necessarily cause problems in uh, in all of the people, on in most of you guys. Well, actually, in most of you guys, they do cause some sort of problems, even though it might not kill you, even though you might really notice it. But um, when you overdo it, or when you overconsume those items, or even when you consume them a little bit on a daily basis, they just might steal a little bit of health every day from you, a little bit of health, a little bit of energy. And at the end of the day, you know, you need every bit of energy and health as you can get. So those things, as we um, the things that we're going to talk about right now, are questionable items. So they seem to cause problems in a lot of people. Like number one, for example, dairy products. I highly recommend for you guys to eliminate dairy for at least a month in your life and see how you go and then reintroduce it into that and see how you do. Even if it's, you know, dairy from farm, even if it's fermented dairy like yogurt uh, or cheeses, just eliminate completely for a month, see how you do, um, journal how your energy is, how your health is, how you feel on a daily basis, how your emotions are, uh, and then compare it to when you reintroduce dairy. Um, I don't remember the percentage, but a huge percentage of people cannot really 
absorb and digest dairy in a most efficient and effective way. Just uh, always going to cause some digestive issues. And at the end of the day, it's going to increase your inflammation levels and everything is just not going to work as well as it could. So dairy products, questionable item number one. Questionable item number two, grains and beans. So also, um, though different grains and different beans have different qualities, and you might be okay with, you know, eating one bean or grain and not so much with the other, especially when it comes to gluten. Um, and also preparation matters. Like, for example, when you cook your beans, you are supposed to soak them for about 12 hours and then cook them in a pressure cooker to kill all the lectins or those plant proteins that tend to cause a lot of problems when it comes to inflammation levels and immune response. But anyway, grains and beans also. I would recommend you to go one month without any grain and bean products. Also, some nuts, well, so-called nuts like peanuts and cashews might also cause problems especially autoimmune problems in a lot of people. So I would recommend to go one month without grains, without beans, without peanuts and cashews, and actually all nuts, just as an experiment for one month, and then reintroduce them and again, see how you feel. And then questionable item number three, any kind of processed foods. Like, uh, and by processed foods, I even mean juice. Like juice is a highly processed food because here is fruit, and then you put it in a juicer and you end up just with the liquid, eliminating everything else. It's a highly processed food that also goes bad really fast, meaning all the nutrients are destroyed. It can um, get acidic and cause um, inflammatory responses if you store your fresh juice for longer than it is supposed to be stored Um but also, you know, your protein powder um, is also highly processed food. Uh, so I'm not even talking about, you know, um, all kinds of junky processed foods. So processed food is anything that is highly processed, guys. And I really highly recommend to eat as uh, less processed food as possible. Most of your food should be whole foods cooked uh, in a homemade kind of way. And then some processed foods of a good quality, like maybe a protein bar or whole food bar or, you know, some other items or maybe some good quality supplements, like, for example, collagen powder or bone broth powder, those might be pretty good for you, right? But still, it shouldn't be your, it shouldn't be main items on your meal plan. They should substitute and you should be fine without them, ideally, right? Um, so dairy, grains and beans, processed foods. Uh, and then when it comes to things like processed grains or breads and pastas and pizzas and added sugars of all sorts, I highly, highly recommend to you for your optimal metabolic health and your optimal health in general and good weight maintenance plan to have those things once in a while, maximum once a week, or, you know, special days, special celebrations, those things with added sugars, with processed grains, um, processed foods, you know, anything that you miss uh, that you would love to have once in a while, they should be once in a while foods. And most of your food should be whole, unprocessed foods, cooked, made, 
in a healthy way without any vegetable oils or any added preservatives and additives, good quality without any antibiotics and hormones. That's what you should be eating most of the days. So to recap, things to avoid for sure Vegetable oils, those are sunflower, safflower, soybean oil, corn oil, cottonseed oil, uh, canola oil. Uh, number two, additives, preservatives, non-food ingredients. Number three, low-quality animal products that you have no idea how they were treated with possibly antibiotics, hormones, and pathogens. And don't forget that the same... Diligence goes to your skin care products and anything you put on your body. Uh, and also, of course, any kind of medicine, medicines you might be taking, just think twice before putting anything in your mouth or as many times as, it, as you need to think about it to make proper choices. And then items of questionable items. Uh, number one, dairy products. Um, number two, grains and beans and things like peanuts and cashews. Number three, uh, processed foods of any kind, whether it's marketed healthy or not. Uh, so those are things that, you know, you might consider going without for a month as an experiment and see how you feel. And then things with added sugars, with added sweeteners, things with processed Grains, um, meaning grains that are made into flour, pasta, uh, or breads, or pizzas, or any kind of pastries. Those should be no, no more often than once a week kind of foods or special celebrations, special occasions kinds of food. So that's it for today, guys. I hope uh, you'll do something about what you've learned today, because no matter how much you learn, if you don't put it into some kind of system, into some kind of plan right away, when you have that urge to make the adjustment, to make the improvement, if you don't put it into action, into action steps plan, and if you don't act on it right away, the chances are 90% of you will never do anything about it anything that is meaningful and that is going to be a lifestyle change that's going to improve your life for many, many years ahead. So make a plan and start taking actions. That's it for today, guys. Uh, tomorrow, we're gonna, I'm going to bring you some more exciting food news. And then on Friday, we're going to hear uh, about some meal plans essentials to cover all of your daily requirements for certain nutrients of concern. And we're going to hear from different experts. Either I'm going to be the voice who's going to read you their opinion about the most nutritious meals that one can have uh, during the day, uh, or, or they themselves are going to speak to you. It depends um, how I'm going to get the answers. But anyway, that is all for this week upcoming. So stay tuned and make some plans to put into action what you've learned today. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.